What is up, everybody? I am your host, Sean Farrell, and this is Tapping the Wall with Sean Farrell. Um, not going to waste no time. going to get right into it. Um, I have just been so busy with um, suicide prevention events and um, volunteering on the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, I've just been outrageously busy over these past couple of weeks, and... Um, Fatigue has um, played a part in that as well. But um, no, all of those things are done. And I'm just now getting into the flow of my regular routine. Um, and so it is nice to um, be doing this podcast again. Um, if you uh, need... Um, Need anything in terms of sleepwear? Go see my friend Shanice Bailey for Intrude Sleepwear. That is Intrude Sleepwear. Letter N T R U D E. You can um, go to her Facebook page at Shanice Bailey. Um, and you can also visit her page for Nisi B's Loaded Salads and Nisi B's Massages. And, um, if you need photography work done, music videos, um, photo shoots, commercials, um, go see my guy, Larry Abby King Visuals. Again, go see my guy, Larry Abby King Visuals. And his number would be 901-293-0892. Or you can go to his Facebook page at Larry Abby King, A-V-I-K-I-N-G, one word, Larry Abby King Williams. All right, so um, the uh, suicide, the walk against suicide um, prevention walks are over. Um, I got to meet some um, new people um, and um I had, and I got to interact with some of the people, um, and, um, actually heard this one, and I actually heard this one lady story when I was at the a suicide prevention walk in Nashville. I heard this one lady story that was so inspirational to me and, um, that I had to, um, that I had to uh, get in contact with, with her. And so um, I reached out to some people to see if I can get in contact with her. And um, I was able to get in contact with her. We actually exchanged um, emails a few times. And so um, I'm actually, um, so um, I'm actually working um, to uh, know more of her story and um, hopefully um, I can uh, also tell her my story as well because um, just a story that she told in her in that short time that she in that short time um, was really inspirational to me and um, so yeah um, I went to the um, walk in Nashville um,
That's the one I went to last weekend. That's the one I went to last weekend. Not this, not this past weekend, but the previous weekend. And um, I enjoyed myself. Um, it was a um, not a heavy rain, but it was kind of a um, heavy mist. And um, it was cold. <laughs> it was 54 degrees. It was cool. So, um, so yeah, um, every time that mist was hitting your hand, um, just felt like your fingers were in cement. Um, but, um, you know, I still enjoyed myself. Still met some wonderful people. And, um... And um, it was just a um, great, great um, time of people coming together to um, um, for suicide prevention, and um, it was absolutely wonderful, absolutely wonderful, absolutely. So. Um, I want to get into the hiss. Um, I talked about this on my YouTube channel. Um, sensory overload. You hear that term a lot. Sensory overload. But um, I had an idea of what it what it meant. But um, but um. I knew it had something to do with the brain, with the mind, but I wasn't quite sure. Um, still wasn't too clear on what it meant. And so I Googled sensory overload and it has to do with sight, hearing, smell, touch, and taste. And it's when your brain takes in more info than it can process. And when it does that, your brain goes into fight or flight mode or freeze mode, if you will, in response to what feels like a crisis. Okay. And um, I bring up sensory overload because when I was um, looking at this, when I was uh, finding out all information I could on sensory overload. Um, I clicked on this one link and it had the header picture was a picture of a busy airport. And all of a sudden it just came to me really fast. And when you talk about some of the stuff that you went through um, constantly, um, like suicide, depression, anxiety, no, you may see a photo and something automatically just comes to your mind. And the header photo was a photo of a busy airport. I used to work at FedEx. FedEx is in the airport area. I had problems at FedEx mentally. And when I saw that header picture, and for sensory overload, I went back and I looked at the definition of sensory overload. 
and it just hit me. Bam. I knew it was more than anxiety. And all of a sudden it just hit me. Sensory overload. Sensory overload. Now, I told you that anxiety was the reason why I left FedEx, okay? But I knew there was something just a little bit more. I knew there was something just a little bit more there. It wasn't just anxiety. I believe it was a little further than anxiety. And when I saw that header picture of a busy airport, it just hit me right then and there. Sensory overload. And again, sensory overload, when your brain takes in more info than it can process, it goes into fight or flight mode or freeze mode in response to what feels like a crisis. Okay. And so um, FedEx is a worldwide hub. And um, I know I'm trying to. I know I'm trying to cut her down. I'm really trying to cut her down on cursing, but, um, but um, I'm going to curse. But I'm going casual curse in this uh, in this instance. Um, there is a shitload of people who work out there. Okay, a ton of people work out there, and more so on night side. Okay. I mean, there's a ton of people who work out there on the day shift, okay? But night shift is a totally different animal. Um, the reason why a lot of people work on night shift is because you get those automatic weekends off. You get those automatic weekends off. No, your Monday through Friday, get those automatic weekends off, okay? So a ton of people work out there on night shift. That's the primary reason why I switched from day shift to night shift is because I want to get those weekends off. Okay. So, um, I started there in September of 2004 and I never really got comfortable in that. Um, setting and that and that um setting right there and um I never got used to it on day side and I sure as hell didn't get used to it oh get used to it on night side I guess you can say the best way to describe it is well if tolerating if tolerating it is a form of use to it then i guess you can kind of say the best way i can explain it is i kind of tolerated that environment for seven and a half years when i was out there i tolerated that environment for seven and a half years and it was midway through 2010 when I really began having serious, serious problems um, out there. 
and it got worse in 2011 and it was at a breaking point in 2012. <clears throat> I bring all this up because I said when I went in, there was like a sharp, so there was like a sharp feeling that was hugging my body every night I walked in. And, um, Again, um, I guess you can say brain was entering fight or flight or freeze mode because it felt like a crisis was going on, okay? And sensory overload. When I walked in there, there was discomfort, panic. Danger, fear, and of course, the ever-present anxiety was there. Okay, ever-present, ever-present anxiety was always there. So, discomfort, panic, danger, fear, um, being trapped, feeling like you were being trapped as well. Um. None of my coworkers, no, um, none of my coworkers knew that I was going through this. Um, I didn't even know what I was going through. I know something was happening, but um, I just want to go back to discomfort for a second. I just mentioned that I felt like a sharp feeling was hugging my body. Discomfort. Um, and I just mentioned that a lot of people work out there um, on days and nights, nights ever so more. Um, just the shitload of people who worked out there. It just became a little too, it, it just started to become overwhelming for me. It just started to become overwhelming for, for me. It was just too overwhelming and again every time I walked in there every time I walk I came in discomfort panic I felt I was in danger and I actually feared um and I actually feared going in there I actually feared going into work Think about it for a second. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Okay. This is how this is this is how much sensory overload affects you. Discomfort, panic, danger, fear. I was so afraid to walk in there and dealing with all those people who work out there just dealing with that large ass crowd just dealing with that crowd I could not handle it and it was just so freaking unbearable just so freaking unbearable okay
it was just so unbearable. Or in my case, it was, um, yeah, it was unbearable for me. It's what I call silent, unbearable, though. It was silent discomfort, silent panic, silent danger, silent fear. Because, um, again, I never told nobody what was going on with me. I never told nobody. Oh, no, no. None of my co-workers knew I was in discomfort. None of them knew that I was silently panicking mentally. Nobody knew that I was, nobody knew that every time I walked in there, I felt I was in danger. Nobody knew um, the fear that I had when I walked into work. And so... For me, it was silent sensory overload because I never showed anything that would lead them to believe there was something wrong. And so um, walking in there again, all these things, I felt discomfort, panic, danger, fear. And it felt like I was walking into a trap for about the next four to four and a half hours. I work part-time out there and I work full-time during the day and um, for about four and a half hours I was going to have to figure out how can I fight through discomfort how can I fight through panic how can I fight through this danger how can I fight through this fear And it was just so relieving when the end of the night came and I could not, and to tell you the truth, I could not get out of there fast enough. I could not get out of there fast enough. And um, so that's how intense sensory overload is. No, I don't know what the people listening to this what your experiences with sensory overload are but um, I have some pretty intense episodes um, of sensory overload that led to my departure at FedEx that it led to my departure at FedEx because it I just can't deal with it. I just cannot handle it anymore. And I'm just going to make this final point um, before I move on to the um, to something else I want to mention on sensory overload. Um, the way the it just some just the idiotic ways that people acted out there, just the idiotic ways. And the way that they would just act, just act so dumb and stupid sometimes, man. It does not seem like a big deal to somebody else. But when you're dealing with sensory overload, 
and you feel all these things that I just mentioned, that I just mentioned, everything matters. The big crowd, the large crowds of people who work out there, the sometimes idiotic behavior that you would see out there, it matters. It freaking matters. And I did not want to deal with that anymore. I left. I don't miss anything about it. Even to this day. <laughs> even to this day, I do not miss nothing about that. I don't miss it one bit. I'm sorry. Uh, I just don't miss it one. I do not miss it. I don't. And um, there was a sense of relief. Um, once it was over, completely over. Um, I had some very, very rough years after that. Of uh, the 2012 from hell. Um, but um, but um, even during those rough years, um, I still did not regret my decision. Still did not re regret it. Okay. Um, just some other things that I want to get to on sensory overload. Um, here are some examples um, of what um, what it can do. Um, or just some examples that can trigger sensory overload. Loud noises or music. Emotionally intense people or groups. Drastic environmental changes. Heavy traffic. Unwanted physical contact, intense smells, and um, desire to escape the situation, which would perfectly describe what I just described to you at FedEx. Desire to escape the situation. But um, this sensory overload uh, subject also reminded me of another time, okay? I was at a friend's birthday party, okay? This was back in 2013, 2014. I think it was 2013. February of 2013, it was my friend's birthday party. I was invited. I really didn't want to go, but I went anyway. And, um, we had it at a, um, and we had it at a, um, and we had it at a um, kind of like a bar and a grill. No, you know, no, it was kind of like a bar and a grill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bar and grill. Okay. And so I was there for about no less than an hour or two, an hour or two. And I began thinking of ways to get out. I began thinking of ways to get out of there. And um, my guy Bernard Hartnard Williams, it was his birthday party. It was his birthday party. And um, again, um, he invited me, didn't really want to go, I went.
and within a couple of hours, um, I wanted I wanted out. Everybody was having a good good time. Everybody else around me was having a good time. But everybody still helped me. Discomfort, I felt that. Panic, I felt that. Danger, I felt that. Fear, I felt that. Probably because it was not that big of a bar and grill. It was a real small bar and grill. So people were kind of crowded in. So people were kind of crowded in. Um, again, everybody was having a good time except me. And I had a desire to escape that situation really quickly, really quickly. And so, um, I was sitting by my self. I kind of found, I kind of found, um, I kind of found, um, the closest place to the closest to the back that I could get. And um, I just started looking around, thinking of ways that I could get, I could sneak out of there um, without um, anybody noticing me. So I looked around for a couple, for a good little minute, for about five to ten minutes. And so then I said, okay. I'm going to pretend like I have a phone call, okay? I'm going to pretend like I have a phone call. And I'm going to... um, Pretend like I have a phone call. Walk outside. And just get the hell out of there. Which I did. (laughs) Which I did, yes. Which I did. Which I did. Um, and when I got out of there, um, when I got out of there, I felt, I felt better. When I got out of there, I felt better. The discomfort, panic, danger, and fear was gone. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, um. That's what sensory overload does. That's what sensory overload does. That's how intense it can get. And um, I guess you can say um, I've gotten better. I've gotten better um, at um, I've gotten better um I kind of co-hoping with his uh, sensory overload. But again, when I saw this, um, it just triggered so many things that I just wanted to talk, talk about with you all. And, um, and, um, and man, um, when I saw this definition of sensory overload, it's like, I got so many things. <laughs> I could probably give about 100 examples of, of this. But, um, but yeah, um, 
Yeah. That's what sensory overload does. No, that's what sensory overload does. You know, it calls me to leave. No, it calls no. It contributed it heavily contributed to my departure at um FedEx. Um sensory overload, um made me leave a friend's birthday a party, not even two hours into the other party. Um I still sometimes have a little bit of feel of sensory overload, but um but um that's probably why I'm by why I just like peace. Um after work days. Um going um I do like peace a lot. I do like a peaceful environments a lot. Um I like peaceful restaurants. Um going to the gym, I would say Gives me sensory overload, but I would say it is a low-level sensory overload. Low-level sensory overload it is like at a really, really low level. So, it is like damn near at the bottom, at the very bottom. So, that's a very low-level sensory overload. So, um... So, um, so, um, and I think the reason why it's low level is, um, low low level for me is, um, I probably have my, um, it's just like everybody else. I have my earphones in while I'm, um, lifting and, um, and so, um, that helps. So that, so that had helps tremendously. And so, um, but yeah, that's what sensory overload does to you. That's what sensory overload does to you. All right. I just wanted to, um, just talk, talk about all that. Um, man, it's good to be back on this podcast. I'm working on some theme music, working on some theme music, so. Um, you might hear that next episode, might hear that next episode, but, uh, I'm working on it. Um, so just stay, stay tuned. All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast. May God bless you all. This has been Tapping the Wall. I am your host, Sean Ferrell. I am out of here. Have a blessed week, y'all. Peace.